morning, we're in the middle of the We discussed yesterday the halacha, what bracha do you make on shalakos, on, uh, let's just say, vegetables which have been uh, cooked. Do they, are they adama, are they shahako? And we saw varying opinions in the Gemara, and there was this one opinion that our Christa came along and he said, I'll explain what's going on. It really depends on the way it's normal to have, that, to have those vegetables. If we're talking about things like he describes, the Gemara describes, in fact, as cabbage, um, beets, or uh, gourds, those are normally cooked. So therefore, if you have them raw, you make shahakal. If you have them cooked, you make kardom. If, however, we're talking about things like garlic, and uh, what was the other thing? Garlic and some of the karate and leek. So those, apparently, people have raw. So on, if you have them raw, you make kardom. If you have them cooked, you make, you make uh, shahakal. And Tosus comes along and says, that's really the way we paskin. Let's just, uh, we'll, we'll go, to, go from the beginning of Tosus again. As we discussed yesterday, surely we see with our very own eyes that when you cook up, when you cook your, your, um, your garlic or your leeks, it actually makes it better. So how can you tell me that it makes it worse by cooking them? That's only because of the meat and the salt which is inside the pot. And therefore, you're not, it's not better because of the cooking. It's better because of what it's cooked with. And therefore, since if it was cooked on its own, you would make, uh, you would, it would definitely would make it worse. Therefore, you make the hardom when it's raw and charcoal when it's cooked. But nearly not the volume. Synthesis it with a pish. Anything which is just as good when it's cooked or raw, can be many kidneys like types of legumes, the chin tafokim, so to apples, yeshla and baracha rishono, it's going to have the same baracha rishono, shekolka achshavin, mubushomik, mubushomik, It's just as good both ways. And therefore, as we said yesterday, let's say apples, whether you cook them, whether you don't, it shouldn't make a difference. Carrots is another example. People eat them raw, people eat them cooked. And therefore the brothel will be very priyadama, whether it's raw or whether it's cooked. When we tell them the Varchin Nami ala Yayim Mavushal very priyadofen, and for this reason we make on Yayim Mavushal why it's been cooked. We make very priyadofen shekolka chutoiv akar abishal kamerkedim alochein because it's just as good afterwards as it was beforehand. And as we said yesterday, the Chayyadam says that that is with the one condition that people do eat it. In that vicinity, people do eat it um, when it's... Uh, which way around was it? Cooked. Which way around was it? Sorry? I don't know. I think he actually says, says once. Should we just have a look? Sorry. Yeah, Mr. Brewer again. Yeah. So he says, even though we're saying logically if it's just as good, we don't just look at the fact that it's got to be just as good. The Bialofa quotes a... Uh, a chaye odom that we do reckon with what people do as well and therefore he says let's just uh, take a quick look he says dafke if um, dafke if the derech or the people of that place is to eat it raw as well but if they if they, um, if they don't eat it raw then even if it's just as good raw you would make shahato when it's eaten raw that was the Chayodon. Continues on, Tosus. The Korah of the Salkov, the Kruv, 
with these various vegetables, the gourds, the beets, and the cabbage, the chayitwan, and things like these. Shetovin Yosem of Wishon and Michaim, they're better eaten uh, cooked than raw. Kashem Chayin, when they're eaten raw, Mavarkan Alem Shakur, you make Shakur on them. And when they're cooked, very pre-Adom. The Chaynos on Armunio, so too, these types of things are chestnuts, the Chavushim and Quint, Shehidon Ru'in Lo'oklon Chayin, Kremoi Mubushadim. They're not as good when eaten raw as when cooked. So, Batrila Mubarakan Alem Shakur, so if you eat them raw, you make shakal, when they're cooked, same idea as the, the vegetables, you make very priorites on these. The types of chestnuts called that lumivardas, whatever they are, which apparently are big chestnuts, those are just as good eaten raw as it's, uh, uh, as it's cooked, and therefore, you'd make a very priorite even if they were not... Um, even if they were eaten raw. The Cholgavan is calculated with Anything which goes bad when cooked, in other words, not bad as in off, it means downgrades the quality. Can go into me the quality, for example, the examples the, the Gemara gives is uh, garlic and leeks, the Chayetuan and things like these. Keshein Chayim, Mavari Chalim, Beri Priyadoma. So when they're raw, you make Beri Priyadoma on them. When they're cooked, Shahakul, you make Shahakul. That's the way it would appear to Rabbi Yehuda. Umihu, however, the riff passes when it comes to cooked vegetables. They changed for the worst through cooking them. He says, No, you make very priyadama. Then on shlokos you make very priyadama. Even those which do change through cooking for the worst. That implies that they're both talking about all types of vegetables. And therefore, the rip holds that uh, since we've got Rav Nachman, we've got Rabbi Chia Barabo, therefore the halacha is you make very priyadoma, even if they go worse by cooking them. And the basic idea the, is, is that, that um, the, I think it's the, Rabbi Yonah speaks out that the Rif seems to understand that Rav Chista is a Das Yochid. Remember we had at the beginning, we had Rav Chista, he came along in Darshan, he said, Rav says you make, on Shlok, you make very priyadoma, Rabbi Yechonon says Shaka, and he says, Va'ani Omen, I say, it depends on whether they're better cooked or better raw. Then Va'ani Omen, is he coming to explain that they're not actually arguing, or is he giving his own shetah? The Rif understands that he's actually giving his, giving his own shetah. Really, Rab, um, Rab says, in all cases you make Bere Priyadama. Rabbi Yechonon apparently says, in all cases you make Shahakal. And later on the Gemara says, that's actually a mistake. Like Rabbi Binyam Bayevis, it was a mistake. Rabbi Yechonon never said that. And Rabbi Chista came along, he said, and I'm giving my own shit. I say it depends on whether it gets better when it's cooked or not. So says the Rif, very nice of Rabbi, I mean, it's very nice of Rabbi Chista saying that, but you won't find a single other shit in the Gemara like that. And therefore, we don't pass it like Rabbi Chista. All other shitters, once the mistakes have been taken out, once you remove the mistake of Rabbi Binyam Bayevis, it ends up that pretty much everyone holds that on Shalakot you make Bereb Yadon. Even if it goes worse. And therefore, 
If it's raw, if it's nice and it's very kashmak when it's raw, you make khadama. When you cook it, either way you make khadama. That's what the rest happens. The halakha, we talk in Aitosis, because all other are shown in the Rosh, the Ramam, they all talk in the way Tosis explains. The Rapsifta is coming to be Machriya, he's coming to, not be Machriya, he's coming to explain that there's no real Machlekas. And therefore we pass it like that, and therefore if it does go worse by cooking, you make, you make Shahako um, after it has been uh, cooked. Um, yeah. So therefore, just to, to sum up, if it's just as good cooked and, and raw, you make hardom in both cases, or hoates, whatever we're talking about, but with the one tonight, that people in that vicinity do eat them raw. If they are better when uh, eaten cooked than raw, says the Mishnah Bura, that means they, even if they are nice cooked uh, raw, but they're better when they're cooked, then you make hardom only when they're cooked, charcoal when they are raw, unless people in that place eat them raw. If you believe them raw, then you make Kwa like that as well. And so to the other way around, if they're better when eaten raw than cooked, then you make the Kwa when they're raw and the Shatel when they are cooked. Finishes off Tosus. The Ego is Matugon Vidvash. If you take a, a nut and you fry it in honey, Mevorich Allah Beri Priyoit, you make Beri Priyoit on it, the Ego is Ika. Because the nut is the Ika. What does Tosus mean? Does he just mean to say, don't think you make shahakal because of the honey? Because no, the, the ikka is the, is, the, uh, is the nut. Is that all he means to say? He's telling us the halakas of, of uh, ikka and tofa there? Correct? Whatever the nut is, yeah. What, what, what's he want with the words the egg is ikka? He's explaining why it's hot eight because the egg is the nut is the main thing, not the honey. What, what, what does he want with that? We're just learning hilk to ikka and tofel here? I wouldn't have known that. The truth is, it's not so clear here. The Ross, maybe it should have been on the sheet, but uh, the Ross, the similar test of, that's why I said to you yesterday, that first part of Tosis and the last part of Tosis go together. The Ross puts them together, and that's the main point. Let me ask you a question. Why do you make hot on the nut? Because it's kashmak, after you fry it in honey, it's nice and kashmak. Yeah, but that's only because of the honey. If you were to, to cook your nuts without honey, it'd probably change for the worse. Correct? So why do you make hoit after it's been fried? Right, let, let, let me just make sure everyone's got clear the question there. The Gemara says, on garlic and leeks, if you cook them, it goes worse. That's if you make shahakal. Also, it's what you mean. We, can see what, we, we see when you cook garlic and honey, it goes better. Answer to says, yeah, that's only because you're cooking it together with meat and salt. Cook it on its own and it won't go better, it'll go worse. So therefore, you make shahakal. Says Tosis at the end. 
if you, if you fry a nut in honey, it's very gashmach now. So therefore, you're going to make hot Why? But it's only because of the honey. If you didn't have the honey there, it wouldn't, probably wouldn't be very gashmach. It'd probably fall apart. Well, I don't know what would happen to it, but it definitely wouldn't. So why, why do you make hot That's what this is coming to answer. The egg is echo. That's clear. If I read to you the Rosh, you'll see what I mean. The Rosh explains like this. He says, um, he says, sort of, it's in the middle of the piece where he's talking about the, the tum in the carriage. He says, the Yavati Shonu Rukin in the Ochlam of We do eat garlic and leek cooked. That's only because the fat of the meat that, that, uh, that, that sweetens up the taste. It's not because of the cooking um, uh, improves it. Straight off, that he says, the echo Thomas took on Vidvash. The nut, which is fried in honey, her ego is ikka, the nut is ikka, and the volcan alok very priori. You make very priori. The Yeshua wrote to Noma, there are those who want to say, Kimin the ilu bishlo bele devas, the if you, since if you were to cook it without the honey, nishtane de griyos, it would go worse, vaya roi le vaya chalav shahakal, and then you'd have to make shahakal, then nimsam al yusta al yadya devas. So you see that the main, the, the, it only changes the better through the honey. The Hadavash Ikka, in which case the Hadavash is the main thing. But Mubarak Allah of Shahatul, he should make Shahatul. He says, well, I missed up, it doesn't seem correct. The Avatishan is Allah Ali de Hadavash. Because even though it's gone better through the honey, Nikol Mokrim or Ego is Ikka. And it's explained as what the, the, the Bichamudah says, that it's quite clear what, what it means to say is, in the case of the garlic and the honey, sorry, the, the, the garlic and the leaf, it's being cooked in a pot together with the meat and salt, but the meat is the main point there. What is the ikka in that pot? The garlic or the meat? The meat. So therefore we say like this, since it's being cooked together with the meat, and the meat is what's making it better, so therefore it becomes sharp. But it becomes completely, there's no way in the world you can say that that's going to be hard on. Masha Enkin, if you're taking your nuts, and you're frying your nuts in your honey, even if you want to say that it's the honey that's making it better, and even if you want to say without the honey it would have been worse, so what? Right now, since the, at, the end of the, at the end of it, there's no question about it, the ego is the ikka, so therefore we say it's perfectly geschmack now, it's very nice to eat, so therefore you're going to make cotton. In other words, it's not just that we say wherever, we don't just say, well, let's just look at it if it was cooked on its own, would it be better or worse? No, we sometimes do reckon with the way it's been cooked. Even if it needs other ingredients to make it better, that, that's not the problem. The problem is the fact that it needs other ingredients to make it better, and it's total to those ingredients. That's the point there. So therefore, it becomes shahakal. Even if you cook it up with the, with the meat, it would be shahakal. That's, that's the way, as I said, the Divya Hamad explains the Rosh. And that, as I said, takes us to, to, to the end of that, uh, of that sugar. Let's continue, I mean, we're not really, the Gemara is going to come back to it soon, but the Gemara now is going to um, just br- uh, break in in the middle, and again, some sort of interlude here. Bottom line, on Amit Chesom and Beis. Omale Rabbi Yermiyot, Rabbi Zeyro. Remember we had yesterday, we had a case where we wanted a proof of the, remember Rabbi Zeyro, he said, you're quoting Rabbi Binyam Bayefes together with Rabbi Chiyabar Abba, we all know Rabbi Chiyabar Abba is correct. Rabbi Chiyabar Abba says, Rabbi Yechon says, you make uh, on Shalakit HaAdama, that's the correct one. And it brought to a couple, because number one, because Rabbi Chiyabar Abba is Diyak, because Rabbi Shmaite, he's much more 
Medayik Shadoshan of his Rebbe, number two, because he goes, oh, he's learning every 30 days in front of his Rebbe, number three, because we've got a case with the, with the, um, this lupine, which was cooked up seven times, and then it was eaten the Kinuach Sud, and they asked Rabbi Yechon, Rabbi Yechon said, and they called them on it. And then we finally had the Oizen, furthermore, Rabbi Shehaban Abihid Meir, that he saw Rabbi Yechon, he ate a salted olive, salting, we say, if it's salted, Significantly, it's got the din karetea. It's like being boiled up. And he made a bracha before and afterwards. What bracha did he make beforehand? Obviously, if he made a bracha before and afterwards, not to be very pre-right. And otherwise, afterwards. So you see, he made very pre-right. And the Gemara said, no, not a raya. Maybe he made charcoal beforehand, shalakos. And afterwards, he made very nefoshes. Something to think about. What was the Gemara's harvest? Why did it think it was a good thing? didn't know about the Bereit. Even if you want to say Bereit Nefoshe is not a Chiyot. But why wouldn't he have made Bereit Nefoshe? Something to think about. So now comes along the Gemara. Homenei Rabbi Yirmiyah le Rabbi Zeyra. Bottom line of Lamas Chas on the base. Rabbi Yirmiyah said to Rabbi Zeyra, Rabbi Yechanon heichim avarich al zayit moliach. How could Rabbi Yechanon make that bracha on the salted olive? Kimin the shakila le garine, won't he take him, we're talking about the bracha ha once he's taken out its pit, top of Lama Tessamadalaf, Bosaleshiura. It's no longer the correct amount. We know that Rashi says, Gabi Birkas Peresaoret, it's written Achilo Siva, it's written Achilo, the Achilo the Kazayat. And Achilo requires the size of a Kazayat. So therefore, if it requires the size of a Kazayat, so, um, there's no Kaziah's hand because he's taken out the pit. So, Omalei, he responded, Misovaz, didn't you think Kaziah's God or Boinon that we need a big Kaziah? Kaziah's Boinon, Boinon, we just need an average sized Kaziah. They are who the ice of the Kamej of Rabbi Yechonon, and the olive which they brought in front of Rabbi Yechonon, Zayah's God and Hava, it was a big one. The other got the Shokro, the Gar Inuseh. That even though they had taken out its pit, posh shiura, it was left with an amount, with a kazayas, a kazayas pain in it. This nam gadu lantan a mishnah, zayis sha'omru, wherever we talk about a zayis, with regards to isurin, you've got to have a kazayas of chaylev, what type of zayis are we talking about? Lo koton, the lo godon. Not a small one, not a big one, el of An average one. And that's the way we pass it to the Rabbi Yonah, I think it is. He says, Bein Rekulo, Bein Rechumra, it's a Kazayi Benoni. V'zehu Aguri, and this is the, what they call the Kazayi Aguri. V'omer Rabbi Avon, Rabbi Avon says, Lo Aguri Shemai, its name is not really Aguri. Elo Avruti Shemai, its name is Avruti. V'omer on some say Samruti Shemai, its name is Samruti. V'lomo Nekro Shemai Aguri, why is it called Aguri? Why is it known as the Aguri? It's because the word Ogur means to be gathered up, contained inside. The oil is contained inside. As Rashi says, a bit like, because you've got, you can take, let's say, apples. Apples, the juice is not sort of Ogur, it's not like a sack with juice inside it. The juice is just, together with the solid, you can't really sort of open it up and see, oh, there's juice, there's, there's solid. Whereas with an olive, like a grape, if you cut it open, you can actually see, more or less, the juice. Amongst the solid, you can already see the, the, the juice there. It's considered to be gathered, kept inside like a sack. That's why it's called an aguri. 
So therefore, that's the answer. The answer is, because the olive he had was a big olive, and even after you take out the pit, you're still le- left with an average-sized olive, and therefore he's able to make the bracha acharin. So now we go to Tosus. This is an absolutely, uh, there's quite a bit to discuss in this Tosus. We'll probably won't get through the whole thing today. But, um... Tosus starts off like this. Botsale, So we said that the, um, the question he asked him was, how could Rabbi Yechonon make a bracha acharena on this olive? How can he make a bracha on, on this olive? Surely, surely this olive wants to take out the pit, but it's no longer the required shiur. So, so, so let's just clarify. Hainu dafka bebracha shel that's dafka with regards to the bracha you make afterwards. The way not shear, because there we need an amount. We need a proper shear. Abol be bracha shalafonov when it comes to the bracha beforehand. Afilu pofes me kashir. Even if it's less than the right amount, the osur lehonis poelam azeb lo bracha. Because we learned at the beginning of the parak, it's forbidden to have an orphan as well without a bracha. It doesn't matter how much you're having. Even if you have the smallest amount, you're going to have to make a bracha. So this question about Bokman Ishiura is to do with the bracha acharena. Because there you need an achila, and achila, as Rashi says, is always excited. Beinin in achila, so says, whether we're talking about eating, beinin in yashtia, whether we're talking about drinking, drinking, those are the rules. Abol the bracha shel achara, when it comes to a bracha afterwards, watch this. This is the first surprising place. When it comes to the bracha afterwards, bo'in on shiur melo lukmo, we need the right amount for a bracha afrena, which is the malolugmo, a cheekful. Al Kane, therefore, Yeshli Zoher Nishtos Mikoshal Bracha Malolugmo. One should be careful to drink from a kosher bracha, but it's kiddush, whether it is, um, let's say, after benching. Make sure you drink from a kosher bracha, malolugmo. Kiddeshi Yavorifu Akhar on the end, Shalish Bracha. Nor will you be able to make Allah get an offer. Sounds a bit funny, doesn't it? The If you hold that on a kosher bracha you have to drink them out, so that's the reason why you have to drink them below look more. Don't tell me, make sure you have the right amount in order to be able to make the bracha acharena afterwards. You have to drink the required amount because that's the sin of the kosher bracha. That's why we explained it in Tosus. It's not the first time Tosus said this. Do you remember when I was dying, we had this? Tosus also said that they took it with Rabban Gamliel there. The Rabban Gamliel. Remember, Rabbi Gamliel's shit is on Shiva Haminen, just to remind you. On Shiva Haminen, the shit of Rabbi Gamliel is, on the seven species, you have to bench. So Tosin says, well, if Rabbi Gamliel holds that, that when you bench, for example, you have to have a kosher bracha, then that means every time you bench, you're going to get into, that's it, it's a never ending cycle. Because you're going to bench, you're going to make Rikas Amozen, you're going to then have some kosher bracha, well, if you're having a kosher bracha, you've got to have a shiur, a lulukma, in which case you have to bench again. When you bench again, you've got to have a kosher bracha. Then you've got to bench again. Where does it end? And so it's answer no, because even though you're having a lulukma, which is machayev, a bracha acharona, it's not machayev of bricks, some also, even according to Rabbi Gamaliel, unless it's bixvir. Unless you're having like a suudo, if it's just a kosher bracha, then it's, it's not like that. That was what Tosin said there. And Tosin says the same thing again here. Rabbi Kibbeh goes to the scientists, I don't know if you know, in Gideon Asha. 
He connects these two toasts together. Second time Tosis has said this. The Rosh, for example, just answers the answers Tosis' question and says, you know what? Just have a sip from the cup and you won't get into the problem. That's what Rabbi Gamaliel would say. You don't have to have a shear, but Tosis says twice. You have to have a shear, but this time comes the second surprise. Not only do you have to have the shear, I said then, why do you have to have a shear? Because that's the shit of Tosis. You have to have a shear from the Koshar Baraka, that's the thing with Koshar Baraka. You've got to have a Koshar Baraka, and a load of them. Tosis doesn't seem to be saying that here. Because otherwise, what's it? Be careful you have the shear. Why? So that you can make the Baraka Akharim. So I suppose you could just say, you know what Tosis is saying? Because if you don't have the required amount, so no, if we're not worried about the load, in other words, what Tosis, what, what maybe you could have said, it occurred to me in the posture chat, maybe it says it could have been, maybe you could crawl, I think it's crawling out of it personally, but you could say, what well, Tosis really means to say, of course you have to have a shield, that's the thing of Kosher Baraka. It says, make sure, don't do it exactly, make sure, you have a, make, make sure you're sure about it. Because if you're not sure about it, not only would you have been involved in the midst of Kosher Baraka, You'll also end up making a bracha all of our Torah. Yeah? Is that clear? Because you're going to make your, you're going to say, oh, well, I've had my Melo Dugmov like I'm supposed to do, like Tosa tells me to do, so I better, better make a bracha acharena. You're not high bracha acharena unless you've had a proper shield. You could say that's what Tosa means. I'll take you usually Zohar. But the Russian Kadeshi of Orish, maybe yes, maybe not. I'm not. Doesn't, doesn't, to me, doesn't sound so much like Tosis is saying that. So, what does Tosis mean there? Let's continue on a little bit further. The Ariha Omer, the Ri used to say, the Bering Apostles, when it comes to Bering Apostles, Kibbun's the last Baruch of Chashubahi. Since it's not such a Chashubah Baruch, Afiru Babotir Me Shiura, even if you have less than a Shiur, Mubarakin on Bering Apostles, rather, so we can make Bering Apostles on it. It says Tosis alone here, I don't think that's true. The Kibbutz the Bering Aposhes, Tiknuah, Kineget Alagefen. Because since they were mistaking Bering Aposhes, Kineget Alagefen, whatever you have to make Alagefen on, you make Bering Aposhes on other things. Kiechit Alagefen, Boi Shiura, just like if you want to make Alagefen, the Kibbutz of Alamech, you need a, a, a certain amount, the Melodmo, the Bering Aposhes, Rabbi, it's Nami Boi Shiura. So when it comes to Bering Aposhes, you also need the Shiura. Now, again, what, 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 is, what is he trying to say here? He says, you know why you can make burning a poshish on a smaller shear? It's because it's not such a posh of a broth. Does that mean to say, therefore, let me get, 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 get this the right way out. If, let's say, I have less than the kazais of whatever food it may be. Are you telling me I can make a bone of phosphorus because bone of phosphorus is not such a phosphorus of a bracha? Let me, let me, let me explain it this way now. I would have, without tosis, how would you, how would you have, have understood? If you have less than a shield, why do you not make alagetha? Why not? I'm a guest and I'm a mitzvah, whatever it is. Why do you not make uh, your, your, your bracha, Akharina? It's not a chilo. It's not a choshuva amat. Not because I'm a guest and it's a choshuva bracha. It's because I haven't had enough, enough to be chayim in a bracha, Akharina. So what do you mean? Because bearing a choshuva is not a choshuva bracha, 
Therefore, I can make it on a small amount. Surely it should be the other way around. No? If you haven't had enough, you haven't had enough, why should I have to make a bracha burner? Burning a poshas, I don't who cares what it is. Why should I make burning a poshas? What? But the truth is, from the fact that Tosis has brought this together with Alagetha, it seems that Tosis is trying to get at something with this Toshal Bracha again. Even though it may apply to any food, very important applies to other things. And to me, what it sounds like from Totus, it may sound like a bit of a finish, I don't... I'm just suggesting, it doesn't really make enough come in, uh, I don't think the halacha, so I can suggest it. It sounds like from Totus that part of the, the, the din of Toshal Bracha is, you bench, we want you to make, uh, on, on the Kosher Bracha, part of the din of Kosher Bracha is, you make very few hours often beforehand, and make a Bracha Aparina afterwards. That is part of the dinim of the Kosher Bracha. Just like, you make Kiddush. It's not just making the Kiddush over the wine. It's at the end of it to say, or the middle of it, whatever it is, but to say a very few hours often on it, Tosus holds part of the din is, to say a very few hours often, and an Alamitra, or an Alagetha. To make a Bracha Aparina. That is part of the din of Toshel Bracha. There's a very fascinating figure elsewhere when it comes to this in Rosh Hashanah, it's actually in Erevin as well, there's a Rashi there, which would seem to indicate that uh, the Berkiah Zofen you make on the wine is not necessarily a normal Berkiah Zofen in Zikah Bracha. Normally Berkiah Zofen is a Berkiah From a Rashi in Erevin, it sounds a little like it becomes a Berkiah Mitzvah. A very interesting sort of Rashi. Although it is a bit sun, there's no doubt about it, because you have to make it in order to have the wine. But because of the fear to make that bracha, because you made a kosher bracha, then it could be it becomes a bit sun. It could be. But that's that's where the time we'll, we'll, we'll get there in, in good time, though, Sasha. But the, it could be that's what Tosis is saying here as well. Part of the din of kosher bracha is that the, the, you have to make a bracha afrain on it. And that's why Tosis says, therefore, make sure to have a melod lugmov in order to be able to make the Alagetan afterwards. Yeah? That's the reason. Not because Tosis holds that there's a dinner kosher brachi after the Lugma. Once you've had the Lugma, well, now you're going to have to make a bracha for him. No, other way round. Why would it be? Why does Tosis, why does Tosis so adamant, not like the Rosh, that's good enough just to have a sit? You've got to have the Lugma. It could well be that Tosis holds that just like we want you to make a Borobiyadopin over the Kosher Baraka, we also want you to make, make a Baraka Aparin on it. So therefore, says Tosis, make sure you have the Melodogmov in order that you can make the Baraka Aparin on it. And that's what Tosis meant earlier as well. Since the only reason you're having the Melodogmov is in order to be able to make the Baraka Aparin, and that's not called the Kavir. Kavir means I'm having it because I want to have the wine. I'm not having it because I want the wine. I'm having it because I need to make a Baraka Aparin on it. Tosis in such a case, even Rabbi Gamliel would be asking you make a you make an uh, an alagetha and also break some molten. So it continues on Tosis then, and he says that since that's the case, since that's the case of Tosis, well, what about burying the process? What about burying the process? He says the re wanted to say that burying the process, since it's not such a chosh of a bracha. You can make it on a smaller amount. So what, what do you want with that? He's trying to say, I, I'm suggesting that it could be trying to say, and this is how the, the flow of Tosis goes through now. He's trying to say, therefore, on my Kosher Baraka, I don't have to make sure to have a Melo Lugmov. I can have less than a Melo Lugmov. Because I'll still be able to make a Baraka Aparena. What Baraka Aparena would I be able to make? Baraka Aparena Fortress. 
And that's why he says that it's not such a cost of a brothel. Because since we're in a brothel, it's not such a cost of a brothel, you can make it even on a smaller amount. So therefore, since the only reason I'm telling you that you have to have the load of mob is in order to be able to make the bracha karena, well, you've got very much to be your bracha karena. It doesn't bother me what bracha karena you make. The sin in kosher brachas make a bracha karena. So I can make a very much To that it says no, not true. Because very much goes parallel to alagetan. Very much is wherever you can't make alagetan, you make very much. Meaning, on wine you make alagetan. On other drinks, you make very nefoshes, who are then on food. But that's why Tosis keeps to Alagetha. Now we understand why. Because Tosis is not just, the reason is discussing a, a theoretical case of, of food generally with very nefoshes. He's discussing this case of Koshal Baraka. And in this case of Koshal Baraka, the Rewant is saying, then I said, but I have a little look more, because you can make a very nefoshes. So Tosis is not true. Because very nefoshes takes on the same guidelines, takes on the same parameters as the Alagetan. Just like for Alagetan, you'd need a, you'd need a Melodogmob. So to put a bone of phosphorus on any liquid, you'd need a Melodogmob. And who has in there for when it comes to solids, you'd also need a bone, you'd need a, a Kazayas in order to be able to make your bone of phosphorus. That is a pos- I think it's a possible run through the test. I think it fits very nicely into the loss. Carries on phosphorus now. Uber Yerushalmi. This now this is where it starts getting even more difficult. Uber Yerushalmi. And in the Yerushalmi, it brings the following, brings the same sort of case there. Rabbi Yerushalmi hechi borech azayit. The Yerushalmi asks, how could Rabbi Yerushalmi make a bracha on the azayit? Holayavi shiura. But it's not a shiura of azayit. The Koran says, Mishum beria. Different answer to Agamara. Agamara answered, you know what? He has the size of an average Kazayat. There it says the reason is because he had a barrier. What is a barrier? A barrier means when you have something when it's still whole. So, because even this is very, very important in the Halakha, by the way. Because even if we just said, just said in Tosus that the Yerushalmi gives a different answer to, to Al-Gamara. When it asked, how could I be able to make a bracha afterwards? It, uh, it wasn't a Shia. The Gemara answers is a very. So, uh, Tosus explains, I think it's the Yerushalmi speaking there. Even if you just have one grape, one single grape, or one piece of a pomegranate, Boy, be rufe, you have to make a broth after an after. Even if it's less than a kazai. Mishum to the berry of the bottom. As I said, very insignificant alokha, whether we talk about this, we'll see soon, but, probably tomorrow, but Mishum to the berry of the bottom, I'll see the bottom of the But then a berry we make a broth, even if it's less than a kazai. Says Tosus, the chaylik al-gamara is on. Clearly, this argues with al-gamara, because al-gamara didn't give that answer. So it's not broth, yeah. Okay, the Mashmah Hoch has this Mashmah over here. In Cain, it's so, Ein Alok on Kamosah Shani Yerushalmi. Obviously, you've got a Mashmah, it's not in Yerushalmi, we pass can like the Dafli. So therefore, we don't really have to worry about it, says Tosus. You just stick to Agamara, even if you have a barrier, doesn't matter, you have a whole grape, not a Kedayas, you don't have to make a broth after it. It says Tosus, for Rab Rabin Yosi, or Rabin Yosef, maybe you should say the Bath says, Hoi Mafali, she used to explain, now this is, 
see if you can understand these lines in Tosus. Hoya Mafayishi used to explain, Shah Yerushalmi ena sedek al Agamora shalom. Yerushalmi doesn't really argue on Agamora. So, Hokon Mairi, because over here we're talking about, Shehusru Agarinim, that the pits of the olives have been taken out, then Nimlach, and it's been salted. We know this is a salted olive. In Cain, if so, Lo Hoya Shibriyoto is no longer a barrier. It wasn't, yet, it wasn't complete anymore. Avalim Oklo Shole. But if you would have eaten it complete, Afirim Hoya Pareto Akasharim, and even it would be just one tiny bit of a, of a pomegranate, but it's complete. It's a complete part of it. Mevorich alov t'chil alasot. You'd have to make a brach on the flag and after. You'd have to make an after brach. Even though it's less than a kazayim. Ukamara Yerushalmi ayasobor and Yerushalmi it held shahazayit ayasolim. The desire that Rabbi Yerchanan was eating was complete. Ulekakot sakletarit so inyan do'akal prezor and that's why he can answer over there that he ate it as a, a, as a prezor as a complete piece. The barrier it was a barrier they're in on Tolkien, Yachad. And therefore they're not arguing. We're just going to pause at that, that point in Tosa. The last part is, a, is, is an Indian in itself. What is Tosa saying here? Sounds like at first glance, when you look at this Tosa, what does it sound like? What is the difference between the Babylonian and the Rishan? We say there's nobody on us like this, they just have a different understanding of what exactly the case was. Explain in your words, what would you say the difference is? If you it's close to say, Yerushalmi holds that he took the solid and he ate the whole thing, including the pit. The pit, I suppose. Is that what he's saying? I mean, it's abnormal, but. Oh, oh. Good, good. Could well be. Could well be. But then, let me ask you a different question. And if it's the other to a red chance, he says, you eat, you, eat a, uh, you eat a pit, you eat the pit of an olive, it's not normal. Um, but if you take a look at, uh, I think, I think the other also points this out as well. When Tosus said this before, what did he say? He said, according to the Bible, the, the pits were taken out, the nimlach, and it was salted. Who cares if it's salted? So, so what? And it was salted beforehand. According to what you just told me, the main point is, is he put it into his mouth with a pit. So what exactly is the main point in Tosis? Is it the fact that it was salted? Is it, was it the fact that the pits were taken out? Is it both? Is it neither, maybe? I mean, what, what exactly is the point? It's a little... Do an experiment, but uh, I, I, I'll leave it open for the time being. What exactly Tosis? I mean, to me, at first glance, it sounds a little like the Tosis may, maybe is trying to get at that salting is actually a process which now no longer gets a barrier. Let me, let me explain to you very briefly what I mean. 
We take a look, we're not going to be able to get to order today. Let's just take a look at the, on the sheet, there's a Gemara Muppet, which discusses a person who decides to eat an ant. So obviously he's going to be hired quite a few sets of masters for that, because an ant is a piece of corn you shouldn't be eating. And the Gemara says that it's on the sheet where it says, Tom, Bob, you must have if a person eats a potato, um, which is a water creature, a water creepy crawly, look at our boy, he gets four sets of markets. It's not really our sugar white, count it up from sukkim, there's two general ones and there's two for water creatures. Namolo, if he has a, an ass, which is obviously a lamb creepy crawly, look at Khamish, he gets five sets of markets. Because of a sheret which crawls on the ground. Two for the general, and there's three for sheret tasheret ala Skipping a little bit in the Gemara, it goes on. Retake Tish on the morning. If a person takes nine ants, obviously ants are very small, that's why we need nine of them, and you crush them up, the heavy echol chai, then you bring one, literally live one, the shlimon excites, and that makes the uptake as I is, loke bot. He'll get five, uh, get six sets of malkos. Hey, mishum berio. Five because he's he just eaten. A whole ant, which obviously we've said is a problem. You're not allowed to eat ants. Therefore, the Kazai Neveda. And the last one will be because he's eating a Kazai from Neveda. You killed the ant. And uh, the last one, the live one, is what makes it up to the Shia Kazai. Now take a look at Rashi. Rashi says Namola. Bolite, printed below. Bola Namola Chai. A person swallowed, translating literally, a live ant. This is before we get to the case of the crushing. Since it's a complete barrier, the amount you eat it is a kolshu, and you get five sets of markers. The chudu, etc. Now, does that have to be alive or not? Yeah. I'm not. I'm, I'm. I'm not bringing it to that. What I'm trying to bring is a possible, possible uh, idea here. If I take a a uh, an ant and it was live, and then I kill it, it's no longer a berry. Now. Seemingly, I'm wrong. Because what does, what does Rashi say in the next one? Ritik, mi'eich v'chitik, you crush up the ant, u'bitla mitera's barrier. It's not enough that the ant is dead. You want to make it not, uh, sort of what they call, ice barrier, it's no longer a barrier. You've got to crush it, so it's no longer whole. So why in the previous Rashi did Rashi talk about wanting a live ant? And then he goes on, mishum kezayis nevena. So I crushed up nine ants, and I eat them together with one chayah, says Rashi. When you swallow it, then it dies. Well, the size of the size of it makes up for the shio of the size of it. You understand what happens there? You took nine ants, crushed them up, and you took a tenth ant, ate it whole. So, altogether, that makes up your shio kazai. You got a kazai from the veda, because when you swallow the last ant, it obviously dies. You don't have an ant crawling around inside your stomach there. So therefore, that's who Kazai is in the Vedas. And where are my five sets of Malchus for eating a Sheret? That's because that one which I swallowed whole, that was a barrier. So for that, I'm going to get five sets of Sheret, Tashoyot, Salah, Oret. 
Okay? Now, Tosus already points out, Rizek Tesnamon in the Echot Chai, he says, Kirish Shodim, he means it was complete. Avol Vabai Havol Mate, he says, of course it was dead. The Eros Salem Achai Mamash, because if it was literally alive, in Cain Hech Mashlim, because I said, if it was alive, how would it make up to the Shir of the Ice of the Vedas? Now, now, what does Rashi then talk about it there? So, so he says, it's still considered a barrier of its death. But Rashi seems twice, he seems to say that if only when you swallowed it, it became it's death. But you've got to, it, it's got to be alive. Rashi from the mouth, Rashi sounds like it's actually alive when you put it into your mouth. Why? Why could it not be a barrier? Why could it not be a barrier? Um, even when it is uh, death. Do we have a, a possible idea that, and uh, yes, because Rashi says, get it from not being a bear, you've got to crush it. Could we suggest, could we suggest, that when it comes to Nevelo, Nevelo means a dead animal. So therefore, when I kill my ass, it becomes a Nevelo. So a dead ass is a burial. But a Nevelo. You want to make it not barrier, you have to crush it. Or remove a little leg, or something like that, and then it will no longer be a barrier. Whereas with regard to Shereh, the is of eating a Shereh, that's when it's alive. In fact, Tatus goes on and talks about whether, there's, whether, whether if you eat it dead, whether, whether there should be a problem of, of Shereh, because it's Isar, 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 But therefore, when is it a barrier? When it's alive. So if I kill my ant and eat it, Maybe, maybe no longer it's a barrier, because it's changed from being alive to death. So maybe, maybe we've introduced an idea, I don't know, it's something to think about, that if you take something, it just changes the form, it's still complete, but I change the form in some significant way, from being alive to death, taking out the song, whatever it may be, that already can change its status of barrier. If it was already called a sheriff beforehand, by changing it to death, now it's no longer a barrier, a sheriff which is a barrier. So would the same be, if I take my, my audit and I sort it, maybe I've not considered a significant enough change. But if I change, take out the, the, the pit and I sort it, now no longer it's called a barrier. We'll speak more, more about this tomorrow. Just something to think about whether there is a connection between the two tomorrow, I don't know. But just to introduce the idea of Ed Sashem to speak more about it tomorrow.